You know, Frank, we spend a lot of time on the road, man. And we, we do some really, we got class, Frank. So we spend time in really classy restaurants and whatnot, you know, town to town and, and getting great conversations. And we see a lot of pretty people, you know, and, and, and basically it, it just comes down to I wonder what some of these people do, you know, like this guy over here, is he a, um, you know, I mean, is he a doctor, whatever? I don't know, man. So what, what do you think? I mean, we're sitting in Dubuque last weekend. Having a good dinner. Having a great dinner. And there was this table full of uh, adult 50-year-old women. Pretty women. Year old women. Yeah, pretty women. And, um, With a lesbian. One of them was a lesbian. But that's because lesbians hang around pretty yeah. women, you yeah, know, right. and they try to get some of that. But, but basically, you know, and, and we didn't cause nothing to happen. And this one girl turned. Well, we had our waitress, so she was high on us. So there was kind of like, why are these guys getting the attention? Because it was the same waitress from the year previous. Yeah, uh, say her name. Sadie. Sadie. Okay, and we were at the Woodfire Grill in Dubuque, which is is at a casino, Diamond Joe Casino, but it's fantastic, man. Well, anyway, this chick turns around, and she's like, "Are you guys professors?" <laughs> I spit my drink. All over the table. Professor. Well, she heard math. Because she well, well, you know what they hear? Because they eavesdrop. You know how that is. I'm like, yeah, I'm a mathematician. Right. I'm, uh, I, and we talk about teaching. We're teaching this and teaching that. And we teach precision right. Students this and students, and students that. that. Yeah. And so they turned around and they're like, are you guys professors? <laughs> My drink went all over. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Everyday Sniper. You got Frank from Sniper's Heart. That's Sergeant Taylor. And um, we're back in Denver. We had a hell of a road trip that we just came off of. And I've been in my... Dude, I've been hit with a baseball bat in each knee, shot in every elbow... And then punched in the fucking face in the last, I don't know, two weeks. Yeah, there was a lot of outside stress this time, but the inside was perfect. Yeah, the inside The students were fantastic. We went, man, we went to, no, we already talked about Nebraska and Colorado, right? But we we left here, we stayed here a couple days, and had a sort of a rocky transition up to Minnesota, but that was all... And we'll get a, we'll get into that yeah, maybe in a minute. We'll talk about later. But basically, we went in a smooth transition into Minnesota. Everything was fantastic. Students were fine. Uh, we'll talk more about it, and indeed, we'll talk about some of the funny stories, and whatnot. And we left there and went to Dubuque, spent a couple days, and then transitioned down to Vinton, Iowa, uh, Mount Auburn, Iowa, to the Sure Shot Range. But wow, we do some fantastic road trips. Dude. Yeah, it was a great block of classes. I want to thank everybody who showed up. Big full classes. Everything was good. Um, had a hell of a time. Try to get my mind off the, the, the you know, the home front. But um, and I and I hate to keep saying that to you guys. It seems like it's a re- it's a repetitive kind of theme lately with me. But I, you know, my karma points must be in the fucking toilet right now. Anyway, um, no, but you got some good good things happening. Yeah, to I got you, good vibes so, I mean, you know, it's it, it's it's it's. I told Frank, you know, I said it's a it's a moon phase. And sometimes we go through like a week 
where there's just a shitty, everything is shitty, and then all of a sudden it turns on a dime, you know? And, and so basically, it's it's just a moon phase, man. So, um, you're pulling out of it, though. Yeah, yeah. So we want to talk Minnesota. Minnesota's a unique kind of situation because it's a square range. It's an F-class range. And the way the range is uh, divided up, it's a public range. So, we, um, you know, we're only, we only go to certain sections, so it segments the class a little bit. It's... It's a little less dynamic, but it's no less effective and interesting. And honestly, I want to thank uh, the Gopher Rifle and Pistol Club up there. Uh, Rifle Revolver Mike, Club. Yeah, yeah, Rifle and Revolver, I think it is. Uh, Pete, Mike, what was it, Eric? Um, uh, uh, Chris or... or uh, it, well, no, who was uh, Chuck. Chuck, man, yeah, thank Jeff, you. Chuck. Uh, the staff up there is phenomenal. And uh, just a really good time. So we had a jet like last minute. We were planning to go see Ted because we got some news on the Ted front too that we want to talk about who helps us with the weaponized math sheets that you guys use. Anyway, you slice it. I'm slurring, right? Anyway, you slice it, weaponized math just fucking works. Yeah. I mean, it's fantastic. It blows people's minds. And... um. Ted's still creating more and more charts and graphs and things you can use to make it even that much easier. But the gravity part works, man. You look at the ballistic software, you look at the inputs that you have to do, you look at the truing, and I'm going to get into some of that because I did it just this past weekend when we were in Iowa uh, working a lot of software, and I want to go into that because if you're interested in software, I'm going to tell you how to hack the systems and get your shit to work. Regardless, man, um, because we have guys coming up with great equipment, great calibers, data, all that, and then the software's letting them down. And it's like, they're struggling. And it's like, give me the thing. And in six minutes, I got them up and running, and it's working like a you know, Swiss watch, like your Rolex. 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 And, well, I got to um, change the time on my Rolex every couple of days. Yeah, you know? we had to do a lot of that. We did a lot of time travel this time, you we know. Did? Oh, did you catch Back and forth across the time zones. Oh, dude, but think about this, man. Uh, you know, this world is friggin' broke. I, how many times we get kicked out of Applebee's? Not for anything we did. No. Not even able to sit us down. Not this time, anyway. Yeah, we didn't do anything wrong. But we, we roll up to Applebee's in Cambridge, Minnesota. 7.30. And they're like, sorry, can't sit you. What do you tell them? I'm like, we just want to sit at the bar. There's two two stools right there at the bar. Or sit at, a, at a, a high top in the bar, which there was two of those in the bar. And this little, young, cute little thing, 16 years old, first, you know, first couple weeks job. on the job. Right. Yeah, first job at least. And, and she's like, I can't sit you. Because if I sit you, you'll order. If you order, the kitchen will explode because we're, we're 45 minutes behind. I can't sit you. And it was just so disheartening. Man. Right. Our, our, our victory lap after Minnesota was the there was yeah. all, I, I did a 30-mile round trip, and the only thing we settled on was Chinese friggin' takeout yeah. to the point where we sat at the table. We're sitting down like we wanted to eat at the table. We ordered our food. You should eat. It's a little Oh, weird. this is a little. No, that's not even weird about it, man. I, I'm like, I'm going to have, uh, I can't remember what I had. Oh, yeah, steak something or other. You had steak a something. Steak hibachi. Or, yeah, and, and I always have a couple of egg rolls. If you're going to have Chinese or, or Asian food, you got to have egg rolls, man. And I said, give me, uh, yeah, as an afterthought, I said, give me two egg rolls. And she said, two egg roll? 
I said, yeah, two egg roll. <laughs> well, anyway, she, she, yeah, she gives us two orders of egg roll, which is six egg roll, and, and we threw four of them away because it was just too much, man. Oh, it was crazy, man. And then she stapled up the bag and was like, no, when they delivered out. it, they delivered it in a big old 10-pound paper bag warehouse written on the side of it because it's like, I mean, yeah. we're back in paper bag territory here. And, and basically, and it had five staples across the top with your with your uh, receipt. And it was like, here's your dinner, sir. You go now. Yeah, you go now. <laughs> you go now. You market freak, you go now. <laughs> and, and, and it was just weird, man. It was... A little bit weird. It was crazy. So next year we're not gonna we're not gonna do the Sunday night thing. Well, we we're gonna go to good, Hugo. We're gonna go to Hugo. Yes, because in Hugo we had a great victory lap with Adam Burt from JP. We went down and met him for lunch. Yeah, and we ended up extending that lunch yeah. a little bit and had a blast. And there was a really cute girl at the bar, and it was yeah. kind of like it was noon. That girl was drinking and dressed to the nines. And but back to Minnesota, we had Scotty was a return student. Poor Scotty, his rifle it's sort of failed him again. again. It sort of failed him again. If you look back in the podcast and listen to the one from Minnesota last year, same thing happened. Rail came loose. The rifle came apart twice, actually, this trip. But we fixed him up, and we kept him in the game, but we didn't have a a rifle to give to him this time. But you know what? This guy is the most positive attitude person, and he shined in the final eval. Mike Underwood, Corporal Mike Underwood, U.S. Marine Corps, came back and saw us again with with that. Hey, with that... I mean, well, it, it's Cerakoted red, so right. it's not bone stock. But basically, that Ruger drives tax. Yes. I mean, one of the most impressive groups, uh, factory ammo, RPR, Cerakoted. That's it. He's shooting one hole. It's like, how do you beat that? I mean, it's fantastic. I mean, the guy... The, the guy is making that rifle dance. They, they sound like a Cadillac trunk door when they close the bolts. Yeah. But basically, and I've got one, and it drives tax as well. So I don't know, guys. We're, we may be overlooking a little bit of something uh, here. The other Andrew with his Tika? Yeah. Wow. I mean, 147's out of a Tika. Other Andrew. He even changed his name on the hide to the, the other, other Andrew. Because we had two Andrews, and they normally laid side by side. So it was Andrew. Okay, other Andrew, coming yeah. to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but the, the, the teacup, T3X, shooting 147s slowly, just driving tax. Yeah. And, and you know, it, it, there's a lot of, uh, you know, everybody wants to be whiz-bang. Everybody wants to be this guy, that guy, the other thing. These fundamentals produce results. And there's no denying it. You know what I mean? I mean, we're not... It's just like, execute to this level, and you're going to get the hits. You're going to get the results. And we're seeing it downrange. And Mike even said that to us. Because, you know... Before, Mike, you mean Mike the, uh, yeah, the Mike, help... Uh, R.O. The right, R.O. Uh, Tevik, or uh, I think that's how he says his last name. But um, here's the thing. He, he's like, man, I want you guys to come back. Come on back. And we're like, yeah, we got it, dude. No problem. This is in final debrief. He, right, he, right. You know, because we, we, we kind of go over and after action and, and we, we get their feedback, our feedback, and, you know, what's going on on the range. And he goes, you know, it's one of those rare cases where they actually see the results in real time. And he's an observer. He don't take a shot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and he's on everything, dude, because he's our safety guy. And this is a square range, NRA, all that. 
So, I mean, they're watching everything around us. And he's like, you guys produce results with these people. The students walk away happy. And, I mean, it just shows. And if you really pay attention to what we're doing, we don't, I mean, I'm spotting. And I'm getting you on steel when we're shooting steel. But really, when we're on paper and we're doing this in the first day, the first day is 100 yards, right? We're shooting 100 yards. We're barely watching the targets, except to zero them. You know, make sure they're in the centers and things like that. We're not paying attention to what's happening downrange. Now, when we move out to steel, you absolutely have to watch downrange to get the hit for wind, right? I'm giving wind calls elevation corrections to plus or minus some to get them center line. We want waterline hits. So I'm I'm looking for a waterline hit and I'm looking for a plus or minus with the wind, right? Left side, right side. But really, we're not paying attention to your impacts. The impact is in the instruction. Yeah. And the impact is in the uh, metamorphosis that happens between uh, day one initial eval and day two end of day or day three end of day final eval and all i promise the students is you're all going to look like clones and they always look like clones and even they are shocked so i mean they see it oh what about what about um dan man dan was a blast dan he was a blast yeah. if you go online and watch and on my facebook i put some pictures of dan dan was the funnest fuck guy man he he was just really really a lot of fun and then, you know, even after hours, 90% of the students show up after hours yeah. and keep coming back. And, and that goes to show how we're building a community and we're getting them all together. Like, hey, man, these are your new best friends. Hang with these guys. These are like-minded people. And if you're local to each other, you want to work that angle. You know, you want to uh, support each other. You want to. I catch them trading emails after the oh, class. Oh, all the time. All yeah. the time. So, so these guys are like, like-minded. like They're getting together. Um, it's just a great Yeah, it's I a mean, great when you time. think about it, we're, we're, we're focused. I mean, it's not structured range time. It's bought as structured range time. We have to pay the ranges to use them. Oh, they do. Right. Actually, we charge the student now. Yeah, but. yeah. But the, the thing is, is there's a difference between structured range time and professional instruction. And we're providing professional instruction versus someone who wants you to just touch a target. Touch a target, touch a target, touch a target. Okay. You know, wow, high fives, everybody, all around. Big target, too. Yeah, but at the end of the day... We're kind of, you know, minimizing the target and maximizing the individual. And, and to me, that's where the results come into play. Yeah. What I told the students at, uh, in Minnesota at, right before the final eval was, listen, man, I've been on you guys for three days now, two and a half days, and this is my opportunity to show Frank what I've created because you're basically in the glass. Right. You're, you're a great glass caller. Well, you're top of your world. Of it, no, but you're, not as much as yeah, you do. Yeah, I get it. You see some of it. Enough to bet on it. Or, yeah. you're, here, or you're here enough to bet on it. You yeah, know, and then yeah. More about that later. But basically, I go, listen, man, 
This is your shot, your time to show Frank what I've done in the last two and a half days. And you guys never let me down. You never let me down. I haven't lost, Everybody I haven't all, lost the bet yet. No, I you haven't won a bet. Won a bet right, yet. right, right. Yeah, yeah. I haven't won a bet yet. Yeah. Every time he slips a one out of his pocket, I take it. And, and now I'm handing it to the student. And I, I tell the student, thank you, man, because I, I had faith in you. He did too. Frank, we're just playing a game here. Yeah, we're being a clown and we're actually just making it fun for ourselves. But we know we believe in you. And, 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 you guys just never let us down. It's incredible what we do. And I told Frank, driving away from that Minnesota course, we're driving him down a dusty dirt road, backing off because the truck in front of us is creating too much dust. And I said, you know, Frank, when we drive away, I actually have like a runner's high. Yeah. Because after day two and day three, I get a runner's high because we just created this monster that's, you know, like Mike and... and and Scotty, the guys that come back and see us, you know. And it's not about to come back and see us, except that we're seeing you again and now we know you. But it's it's we're creating these, you know, great shooters that enjoy the sport. What about Mark? It, it just, which Mark? Mark. Uh, we have Mark. Oh, um, Dr. Mark. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dr. Mark. Whistlepig. I didn't whistle even pig know Mark. he was a doctor until the last day. Yeah, well, I was, I was hitting him up, you right, know, right. because I, I'm all into the COVID thing. Because I had COVID and whatnot, and I'm all hitting him up. But anyway, thanks for the whistle pig. It's whistle gone. Whistle pig. Yeah, it's gone. It's gone. gone. Yeah. Mark's is gone. Mine's brand yeah. new. Yeah, we, we, we got a whiskey locker back here at the Hooch. Thank, and thanks to students. The students are stepping up, and we're getting bottles at the end of classes because they, they listen to the podcast. They know what we're doing. They know we sip on whiskey. We yeah. don't drink as much as you guys think we do, but we're willing I drank to, some we're willing to try. It. We're willing to try. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Tonight we went to a fantastic Italian restaurant. Uh, what was it? Something d'Italia. Uh, yeah, the Asti Italia. The Asti Italia, and and met it. We we met for the second time our our guy John, who who waits on us, and uh, everything is coming familiar. We've done been on road trips now, the same road trips to the same places, two and three times. Dude, how about Italian in Dubuque? Insane. It was like back Vin, home. say the word Vinici something. Uh, Vinny Vinici. Vinny Vinici on Main Street in Dubuque, wasn't it? Vinny Vinici's House House of Italy or something yeah. like that. But it, it's a nah, it's a small chain. It's it's like two. There's two of them. Right, one in Chicago and one. Yeah, here. yeah, something like that. But man, they nailed it. You're, they, you dude, you wouldn't shut up about the salad. The, I mean, it was like I was home back with my mom and then family. Everything was like, holy shit, these people nailed it. Yeah, and it was amazing. And then even when like you know, it was a semi small bowl. They family styled the salad, great. And but the, the the ratio to oil and vinegar, and it was just oil and vinegar, uh, oil and vinegar, right? They don't, Nothing else. Speak, um, oil and Parmesan, vinegar little salt and pepper. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they nailed it. And it was just seeing, you know, so fantastic. I, I really have to say, um, yeah, I'm slurring all over the place. Sorry, guys, I'm nuked. Um, like you're not, said, you're not, you're not slurring as much as you think. A little bit, a little bit. I can hear it. Anyway, you're nuked because you're tired. I'm, yeah, I'm overtired. Is what it is. I yeah. only he's been drinks. he's been rocking it pretty hard. I've only had two drinks, guys. Yeah. Trust me. But I'm 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 mentally drained um, right now, and and so that's kind of what's going on. And I need these. I need these next 15 days off to kind of recover because um, it's been a tough week. But anyway, yeah, that that uh, Vinny's was fantastic, man. It, it took me back to the East Coast. Charming young server. Yep, really nice girl in um, Dubuque, Iowa. Yeah. figure. Yeah. You know, that, that blew my mind. Saw two river boats. Uh, stayed on that. We stayed on the Mississippi this time at the Grand Harbor in um, 
you know, not a fantastic hotel, but great views, easy, easy walks to where we wanted to go. Here's what I got to say about Grand Harbor. If Denny's yes. had a bar, it's called what? Tony Roma. Tony Roma. Because it, it, was, it was like stepping back in time 10 years, 20 years ago to a Denny's, except this Denny's got a bar. They, they shoot you in the head on the way in now with some kind of laser beam fucking shit. They, and Frank actually got... Well, you warned me because I was upstairs. Mark's yeah, like, I came down first. I said, I'm going down, dude. I got to sit at the bar. I went down, got into it with the server. She didn't want to serve me. Anyway, text Frank. It's not she didn't want to serve me. She didn't want me to serve me now. Right. She wanted to go and do other things. And so I text Frank. I go, hey, dude, they're going to take your temperature on the way in. What happened? Go ahead. So the girls, it, again, 16-year-old girl. Yeah. And I, I'm, I know it's coming. She pulls the gun out. And as soon as the, ther- you know, the IR thermometer beeped, I, I went to my forehead and I went, ow. <laughs> and she, and she lost back. her mind. Yeah. She was like, oh, my God. So I held my forehead, like, and I went, ow. <laughs> she was like, You know what oh. you do is you need to get a red, a red marker and put it on your finger right before you go in. Hit you smack yourself and it leaves a red mark. Yeah. She will lose her mind. Oh, I'm telling you. It was funny. Yeah. I knew it was coming and I totally did it. And, and she didn't know what to expect. Um, but yeah, that place was totally like a, we a, couldn't eat there. So we went across the street to our, um, wood fire grill. That's where we had the, 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 the philosophy. Victory lap. Uh, the yeah. Victory. I mean, that was our makeup victory lap really. Where, where we got called professors. Yeah. Professor, yeah. professor Gally wicked. Well, I'm a mathematician. There you go. Dude, mm-hmm. you're the best mathematician. Yeah, because weaponized yeah. math just fucking rocks. <laughs> I mean, think about that. That can change. The landscape of precision rifle, if you think about it. Yeah, we got to find a better way to market. Well, big it, it Students are walking it. away with it. Instructors are not using it. They don't know how to use it. I, I guess it's, some are. They're just not saying. It's it's too simple. Nobody wants to give us credit. Yeah, but but you know what? If you're not using it, you're a fucking idiot because it's going to make you look good, and and basically it's going to save you your or excuse me, it's going to save your students. Time uh, and ammo. Time and ammo, and right now ammo is not just everywhere. Right. Right. So then we, we leave there. Um, like I said, Minnesota was super successful. Shot markers are great, man, because the nice thing, it's an F-class range, right? But they still do PRS-type style, PRS-style matches up there. And they'll put steel on the berm. But then we have two of the, you know, shot MRA markers. targets yeah. with shot markers on it. Shot markers. And so what we're doing is we're doping you on the steel, go to the steel, go to the steel, then we're moving you to paper because paper's going to rat you out. Paper's not your friend. And he's going to tell on you. He's a tattletale. And so we have a shot marker going. And so we're able to put two guys down, you know, boom, boom, boom. You're good. Go see Chuck. Chuck puts you on the shot marker, takes your first shot. Dope's all good. You're hit on paper. Now shoot your group. And when a guy, Dr. Mark, 1,000 yards, he shot a five and three quarter inch group at 1,000 yards. He drove all the way from where? Pennsylvania, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Way over there. Yeah, yeah. He drove like uh, East Coast, ten plus hours. Yeah, he drove more as far as we did. And he drove away with a five and three quarter inch group at a thousand yards. Yeah, in the tricky winds. Five point seven. Gopher. Five point seven. Tricky winds, man. That's insane. Yeah, and he's not the only guy that's shooting sub M away like that. You know, I'm just saying. um, The shot marker helps, and we really dig it. You know, uh, it's it's a quick, easy tool. 
that gives you a lot of information. And like I said, paper doesn't lie. And the shot marker is just an electronic piece of paper. And so it's going to tell on you. And so we used it every yard line. So, you, you know, we're at the two, three. You shoot, ding, 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 go to shot marker. Around the five, ding, 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 go to shot marker. Around the six, ding, 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 go to shot marker. And that really, really helps with the student to understand what's going on. You know what else will tell on you? A semi. Yeah. <laughs> yes. A semi will tell on you. Well, especially the I think guys think that they're going to avoid the bolt. They're going to have less movement. The rifle's going to work itself. I'll just bring my semi-automatic. So It doesn't work out for everybody. Well, you know, I'm on the glass, and I'm spotting, and it's a struggle when you got a, a new shooter who really doesn't know what he's gotten into with a semi-automatic. And so Mark's there. So Mark's there, and he's on him, and he's on him, and he's on him, and it ain't working really. And so I had to go back to my car to go grab something. I forgot what it was. Might have been a tool. Might have been something. But I walked over to the car really quick. And right there in the back of the car, I had a roll of masking tape. So I pulled off like 18 inches of masking tape and I stuck it on my stomach. And I walked back over. And, and I waited. If Mark's still on him, we're going to fix it. And I waited. Sure as shit, Mark's still on the same guy with the semi-auto. You know what I did with my masking tape? I taped his friggin' finger to the trigger. I said, dude, that finger better not leave that trigger. And I taped it on and took pictures of it. It yep. was awesome. No more trigger slapping for him. No more trigger slapping for him, man. You're gonna we do whatever it takes, man, because I got two days to fix you, and we're going to fix you. So, um, let me see. Drive away from Dubuque. That was a stunning drive, Highway 52. Yeah. We took 61 last year. Sort of, uh, it was supposed to trace the river or something. Right, right. But we didn't see a whole lot of river. But no. we saw some Wisconsin Dells, I, I think they call it. Yep, yep. You know, a little a bit lot of, of Amish, uh, places. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But this year, Highway 52 is insanely beautiful. There are manicured um, corn. The yards, farms, oh, you're about the yards, and the yards. I mean, everything is as I was, if I was spotless. It was almost as if they knew people are driving through here, and they walked the road every day. There was no litter. It was insane. It was just a beautiful drive. And you know what? There's uh, we're getting old, Frank. You know, I'm 57, and and you just start seeing the things that you never saw things. yeah in life before and and like i lived in iowa for five years man i know how beautiful iowa was but i didn't remember it this beautiful but northeast iowa is insanely stunning no it was really really nice Super uh, clean. The, the farms looked like they were just taken out of some uh i don't i can't say the guy faulkner i don't know well there's some no junkyards in these farms no there's no dead vehicles out in the yards there's no equipment out uh, it just it's manicured. Yeah. It's, in, it's incredible. I was impressive. I mean, any way you shake the stick, I was impressive. And then that rolls us into Vinton, Cobblestone. Yeah, Cobblestone and again. Sure shot with John. And John Fetzer. Yep. And he runs a really good range. And, and, he he but, does it by invitation sort of. I mean, he's not open all day, every day. You got to call ahead, but he wants you there. But man, this place is beautiful. And, and, and there's some drama. It's pretty funny. I mean, I get it. See, because John's a farmer. And John has a range on his farm. And, and it's called crop rotation. Right. And the border wars kind of started around that area. 
And but they started during a bean year. Yeah, and then you go to the corn years, and the corn blocks a lot. And I get it. And so there was some drama and some things, and 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 I'll, hey, I'm gonna avoid this. I have don't no mention dog it. in the fight. Yeah, yeah no. I got no dog in the fight. But I'm gonna say, ma'am, we didn't have no drama. Right, we had no drama. We went up on the hill next to John's yeah, house, and, and I created, I created firing positions for the seven Frank, and nine. Do this. I'm gonna go range this, this, and that. Yeah. And you found firing positions. I found firing positions up there in, at John's house on the freaking deck. I mean, basically, we will, we're gonna get you there, but but. Oh, it's just a stunning range, man. Yeah, the yeah. best classroom outside of Tennessee. Yeah, outside of Treadproof. It yeah, is Treadproof the, is like designed well, Treadproof for. Treadproof was built for a TED Talk. Yeah, but this is like uh, where Treadproof is. Um, uh, what's this called? Drywall and 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 like you know like yeah. uh, like like college Classic. classroom. Right, yeah, right, right. this place is wood walls, but I mean designed perfectly for a classroom. Big TV. Plenty of seating for everybody. Air conditioning. In an intimate setting. Air conditioning. Air conditioned. And shooting ports if you needed it for the winter. He's yeah, they got, shoot right out of there in the winter. They shoot right time. out of the classroom. They got shooting ports. And it, it's just, it was fantastic, man. It was really, really good. Yeah. And so. Um, we're coming back. We're coming back everywhere, man. We don't, we don't leave nowhere that we don't want to come back because we always have a great experience. So right now I'm looking. I got to start thinking. I'm the, I'm the. I'm the gatekeeper here. I got. I got to start thinking about next year. Want to go back to San Diego, okay? Want to go back to San Diego? Yep, to now, whether whether we can get two classes in, I don't know, but I definitely want to go back to San Diego. I got, I got a um, I got a fucking crazy ass suppressor sitting at mile high right now from San Diego. Yeah, that is that's able. That's able, able guys. Man. That is well, bad. I've got two. I got two of them. I think one or two sitting in at, at formerly Wiggy's Alaska. Oh, badass suppressors, yep. man! And they're going to start sending us titanium too. Yeah, Tit- we're getting titanium. Mine are natural. That kind of like um, that fired look. That yellow, purple. Oh yeah. my god! What you remember so was the the very nice. Recoil pulse. Yes. I remember you telling pulse. me that. It, it has a, a recoil great, pulse. great recoil pulse. There's a little bit of extra weight on the backside of it. So when you pop it on your threads and you spin it, it just basically spins itself on and locks down because they got this little bit of extra weight on the back and it's shorter, a little fatter. It's, oh, it's. Is mild. that Andrew Bruba? No, Bruba. Andrew, that's the Ohio. No, but his name is Andrew. Abel? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't remember. Andrew. Serge. I deal with Serge. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm doing sorry, Serge Andrew. and George. Yeah. But, but I'm basically, sorry, man. I'm fucking spaced. I don't remember names. Um, He might be. Uh, I'm the collector. Yeah. I'm the guy collector. Yeah, yeah. Girl collector. Well, I've collected some girls now. Yeah. But I don't collect girls no more. Tina, love you, baby. <laughs> yeah. Don't collect girls no more. No, 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 no. Anyway, so, um, yeah, man. So, San Diego turned us on to the Able Suppressor. Does the Able Table. Um, I'm running the able table, love the able table. And so the, anyway, that takes us into with John at Sure Shot range there. So we have the meet and greet. We had a, we had a blitz because of my drama. Um, we had a blitz to uh, 13 hour 13 blitz. hour straight through because we were going to mix it up. Stop at Ted's house. Couldn't happen. Steal his liquor. Yep. <laughs> he knows not a whistle pig. Anyway, um, so we had to leave super early in the morning. We got there kind of late-ish at night. And I just had to go dive into bed uh, to be prepared for the next day. So, um, you know, hey, guys, thanks for coming. Sorry this is going to get cut short. But then, first day, fundamental eval. 
Where at? Minnesota, Iowa? No, Iowa. This oh, is, oh, yeah. This is classic. I'm like, wait, dude. Wait, anyway, wait, before you tell it. I'm not going to say his name. No, no, he's, no but you, you know what? It, what? I'm kind of giving students in the intro a disclaimer. There is a potential to hurt a feeling. Yeah. And it's not personal. You paid us to do it. Yeah. Mark's just going to be on your ass. And he's not going to stop. He's not mad. No, and I'm and I'm not even you're not going to know I'm on your ass. Really. But I'm just going to not stop. We've had one or two hurt feeling reports because Mark's not going to let you get away with it. And Mark's going to say, Frankie slapped the trigger. 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 At some point in there, I step in and, and press the trigger myself. Yeah. But me, I'm like. Three times and you're yeah, out. Yeah, man, that's it. It's like, Mark, you slapped the trigger. Mark, you slapped the trigger. Mark, if you don't want to listen to me, you're fucking slapping the trigger, I'm out. And then the fourth and fifth time you slap the trigger, it's on you. And I ain't even going to bother you with you no more. Because if you obviously aren't going to pay attention to what I'm going to say, why am I wasting my breath with you? Mark's not that guy. I told this shooter in the initial eval, I said, dude, you, when I get done with you, you're not even going to recognize the photo on your fucking driver's license. <laughs> I said, I'm going to change the picture on your driver's license with what I'm, we're going to do for you in the next two days. And guess what? Yeah, you did. We did. Yeah, you <laughs> we did. did. Yeah, you did. Yep. I mean, and, and that's just, is that not what you're paying for? Or are you paying for somebody to go, Yay. you hit a target. They all hit a target, but it's like, golf clap, you hit a target. Yeah, you know, touch and steal is touch and steal. We want you to have value behind the hit. We want you to know why you're hitting, why you're not, what's going on, the why behind it. And, and honestly, 99% of the people appreciate it, but you're always going to have the 1% that got their feeling hurt. We had two Witters brothers. Hey, let me tell you about Witters. Jim Witters is a personal longtime friend of mine. He brought his two brothers. Now, this is our age, 50, 60 something, uh, up to I up to Alaska from Iowa. They took the course. Well, in this course down in Iowa, we had two Witters boys who were um Joe's sons. And let me tell you something. They need to be Marine Corps snipers. Yeah. They were stunning in yeah, their, in their kids, damn man, fundamentals from, from the opening eval there was very little co- to correct and the rest of the the show they were just they took to it so well frank it they was really it was did. almost disturbing how easily it was for him mm-hmm. and you then know? um nick showed up he had a, a 300 wind mag semi-auto browning hunting rifle because he's going on a hunt in alaska and so we tuned that hunting rifle the 400 with him but it's it, it's just not the right gun for what we were doing. It was malfunctioning. Had a Leica with no adjustments to it. Malfunctioning. Uh, yeah, there was some malfunctions going on with it. But we got him the four hundred. He he was a whiz with it, and then we put them both on the uh, Teak Attack A one that they had, and man, they just hammered. So your shooter two, your shooter twelve. Um, you know, Riley hit on two, let it cool off a little bit, and then Nick rolled up on twelve. Super easy. Shane, who came with him. Who was a buddy of Joe's rolled in with a uh, three thirty eight? Uh, yeah, uh, FN ballista three thirty actually shot really well. Well, I mean, we had a ballista in a previous class, 
that was terrible. Malfunction, excuse me, um, didn't do any that well. We don't want 338s, guys. But I would, I would, I would have probably not turned him away, but I would have, I would have turned him toward another rifle um, because it's hard on steel. It's hard on the shoulder. It's hard on the shooter. It's hard on the observer, which is me. Um, and, and basically, we can't. I, I did play him on day one. I hit him with a. Uh, a I loaded it. I loaded it because if you bring a three thirty eight, I'm going to challenge you and see if you're flinching or not. And he did not flinch. No, and, and he's when, only my size. I know, and he was. This was day one. Right. I challenged him with a flinch, and he did not. That was at eight hundred yards. Yep. He did not flinch. He hit the steel. He hit every steel first, second round. Yeah, yeah. He did a good job, man. Shane he controlled it really it. well. And then when you switch bipods on him. Oh, I gave him my elite iron. You do, you changed his world. He brought an atlas that was a little bit too tall and skinny. Yeah, yeah, it was too skinny. And and I I gave him my elite iron. Well, before he left the course, he paid me for an elite iron. I'm going to drop ship it to him. Thanks to Dale and Kathy at at Elite Iron. And basically, it's going to rock his world. If you're a prone shooter, I mean, we we tell you all the time. I'm not going to harp on it. Bipods matter. Um, Ooh, that's a new t-shirt. Anyway... An elite iron in that context of prone will change your world because bipods do matter. Same thing with bags. We still see the same thing with the bags. We're, we're now of the opinion that you should have a tall and short either tab or precision underground bag. We want the rectangles. And you need the two bags, right? You need the shorter one for certain contexts because you're going to level that bipod to your terrain. And you need the taller one because we're getting you higher up on your elbows. Which, talk about your picture you saw with Dave. Asian uh, Dave. Dave Nguyen. Asian Dave. Asian Dave from uh, Salt Lake City uh, posted a picture of his daughter under his desk, up on, on her elbows, looking at an iPad. And and it's an inside joke with the Rolex thing. He posts a picture. With the dog, though. But here's yeah, the thing. And it's always, here's what Taylor saw. Taylor saw the Rolex. If you've ever seen the well, picture of me on my elbows with my feet up, and I'm looking like this cutesy pose on the ground, what I'm explaining is we all got kids, or a lot of us do. Good idea at the time, right? Anyway, we don't have to tell a kid how to sit on their elbows and watch TV or their computer all day long. That's a clue. We were, like, born to know how to do that. Kids just get up on their chin, get up on their elbow, watch their iPad or their TV, their computer when they're laying on the floor. They pull their knees, you know, their legs up over their knees, and they sit there for hours and do it. And then there's the dog, this beautiful dog laying right next to her, and it's laying on its side, laying on its side. And I said, here's what Taylor sees. She's up on her elbows. She's got a lot of work area underneath her. She's in a perfect position for, for prone. And the dog's laying on the rifle. Yep. <laughs> there was no rifle. Right. But, but basically, it's, it's just, it, it proved a perfect point. And you guys from now on are going to see that in the presentation because that made the perfect point for us. And we showed it here. I made Frank put it in his phone and pull it up. How many guys are uncomfortable in the prone? Because you're not up, you're laying on your gun, yeah, you're wrecking you're too your low. neck, you're doing you're too that. Low. Honestly, the too low thing has to go. Stop saying get low. You don't understand what it means, okay? You're fucking up when you tell somebody you have to get as low as possible. Getting low meant if I'm shooting in the standing, I'm holding my rifle up and I got two feet on the ground. If I want to be more accurate than standing, I want to get lower. So I'm going to be in the kneeling. 
Now I create a wider base because I have a knee and heel on the ground, and then I have my rifle being held up with my support hand. If I want to be more accurate than kneeling, I'm going to go sitting, which I'm getting lower than kneeling, and I butt is on the ground, and now I can support my firing elbow and my shooting elbow, or my support elbow, right? So I'm getting lower. Then, if you want to get more accurate than sitting, you go to prone. There is no position lower than prone, except dead. So why would you get some artificial, stupid low position when you're a 250-pound guy? Why are you rolling your neck and head and everything over and being uncomfortable instead of getting up on your fucking elbows? Because you think you got to get low. And now the second problem, your scopes. You're putting your scope too low now, okay? Iron sights, shooting a hunting rifle. I'm going to pick a hunting rifle up that has a low comb stock to my face. And I'm holding it up. And the sights are on the barrel. And my point blank range is reduced. So then when we switch from iron sights to an optic, those people... The hunter who's going to pull the rifle up to his face wants his scope low because he doesn't want point blank range because he's not smart enough to dial a scope. He's doing a Kentucky windage holdover. I'm going to hold three inches over that deer's back. Dude, we're past that. We're not doing that. Okay? So we have cheek piece now. We have stocks that are higher and behind the bolt. You want to bring your butt pad up so it purchases on your shoulder and you want your scope a little bit higher so your head straight you want your bipod a little bit higher so you're on your elbows and guess what your neck problem's gonna go away yeah a lot of neck problems a lot of neck problems it'll go away raise your scope raise your bipod and, lengthen, and actually lengthen your uh length of pull yeah. Because we had a couple of short length of poles that we had to straighten out. Yeah, later. we found that. A couple of guys didn't realize. Yeah, on that. day two or day yeah. three, it takes us. No, we're not going to stop scrutinizing you. And so it was day two or we're three. We had the biggest guy in the course. Who did he look like? Uh, uh, Phil Rivers. Phil Rivers. He, All looked right. like, he looked like Phil Rivers' brother, Chargers. Yeah. Um, San Diego quarterback. Yeah. yeah, McCaffrey meet Rivers. Yep. And, and basically, uh, I was just looking at him. I'm going, man, his neck's a little bit cranked. I said, let me see the rear of your stock suit. Dude, it looks like he was on a bullpup. And, and, and a Barrett MRAD. He had a Barrett MRAD, but basically it had little hidden buttons that he didn't even know about yet. That, whoop, this popped up, this popped back, and, and we, man, we squared him away. We squared him away. What, what, he shot. Um, he cleaned. He's he the only cleaned. one that cleaned. Yeah, our, he's a clean. Our, we did a comp thing, little mini comp. And what I have, I had, I had a. Um, one shot prone to confirm. You had to hit it to move on to make sure you were good. And then you went to like a tripod, a barrel. You went to a barrel. Then you went to a uh, you went to a barrel a standing, a, a fifty-five gallon drum type oh, barrel. Then you went to a culvert. So off the top of a fifty-five gallon drum. Then you went to a culvert. Then you tripod. went to the tripod. Then you went to a cattle guard. So I ran them, and everybody's like, because I put distance. And basically, it was 45-yard run. Nah. 25? 30. 30. I'll call it 30. All right, 30-yard run. And you went from the prone to the cattle guard 30 yards. 
and everybody's going, oh, that's like four stages. That's like this. That's like that. I said, dude, that's how rifles only used to be. You had a 30-yard run. When you got multiple props across 30 yards, do you really want to carry a 26-pound gun? That's why we used to do it back then. And so um, he cleaned it. Yeah, he absolutely cleaned it. Yep, yep, and he cleaned it. So, you know, we, we gave him – what we did is in, in practice, we'll give you um, three minutes to get let everybody get through and shoot something. But we give him the 90 seconds, and we tell him, 90 seconds, this is where you would have run out of time. And usually they're on, like, the second or third prop. Um, you know, so we're, we're letting you know where the timing would be. But like I said, uh, you know, we're doing half a day of this. You're not going to win any PRS match coming out of our course, but we're giving you an introduction to it. But you're not going to win any PRS match coming out of any course. No, you're, you're basically going to get a you're going to get a starting point, not an ending point. It, and and we we say this in the course. This is your starting point. I know a lot of you guys have been shooting for 30, 40 years, and you think you're going to come to this and it's going to cap it all off for you. You know, this is going to do it for you. You're going to be the best shot ever. But this is a starting point. It's really not an ending point for you. And and. You know, yeah, if you study for a test with somebody and then that somebody happens to run an event and it just so happens what you studied is the event, yeah, you might do pretty good because you paid a guy to study for a test and he, it's it's Animal House, man. He gave you the friggin' answers to the quiz and that was the quiz. But if you change something up, it's not going to work the same. Yeah. Um, so we're giving you high, high level elements, basic elements to that. And, and so we're, we're not letting you study for a quiz. We're telling you what are the high points of the quiz, you know, how that's going to work. But, um, no, we had a really great time with it and everybody had a lot of fun, uh, you know, and, and it worked out really well that we're able to incorporate all of that stuff in it. And no, I just really enjoyed it. It, it worked out excellent. Yeah. I was always a great place to go back to. And we'll be back there next year, same weekend. Yeah, we already, yeah. dude, you already booked the hotel room. Yeah, I booked the hotel room on my way out. You know, I felt sorry for the, for the, the innkeeper. <laughs> I don't know. It just, just seemed like a, hey, a clean place. It smelled like bleach, actually, when you walked in the door. So it was not, not bad. You're not going to get sick. Bad. We didn't have any problems. Nah. The nah. parking lot's clean. We had a, oh, shit, man. We had a, we had a couple of tailgaters. We had tailgater parties. Yeah, we had three. This time, instead of spending too much time in a bar, because every bar is pushing you out at eight o'clock. I mean, they want you to go at eight because they don't have any staff. They want to go home. They're they're all stretched out in the six and seven days now with their staff. So they want you to go home. So we was doing tailgate parties. Broke in this country, man, big time. Man, listen, I we we stayed out late that one night, and we had a police officer from Virginia, and this police officer. This drunk police officer in the tailgate party was giving us instruction on, a, on how man. to get how to get out of a DUI. I'm getting instruction, man. It's priceless. I should have paid him, to be honest with you. And then we had a lawyer. We had a so, but the lawyer was sober. Uh, just go figure. You know, the lawyer was sober, and he's going, "No, it don't work like that. It works like this." And basically, but it was we had a class. 
People started breaking out notebooks and taking notes. And Mark, Mark's, Mark's failing his Dewey test. Uh, yeah, and he's arguing. Right. He's going, no, you're Yeah, cheating. but he hits me one he time. He did hit you once. He hits me. He, he hits me with his finger. With, uh, it was the whole um, flashlight thing. in your eye, finger to the side. And I said, running on me, running on me. And he hits me. He stopped. And my eyes stopped and went beyond. I said, dude, you stopped. Well, then the next time he did, I just fucking blew it. Yeah, yeah, whatever. yeah. But that was the whole point. We're, was we're, in a, we're in a parking lot. We're not out in public. We're in a park. Oh, then we had um, the first night that we were out, not the night that I had to go to bed. Um, I'm just mega overtired, man, because I'm like I said, I'm nuked. But the second night that we were there, we're in the parking lot tailgating and and two uh, Vinton PD roll in. Yeah. And it was two female officers. They kicked out this sad sack guy with a rolling uh, suitcase bag, you know, sad sack. He's out in his... Uh, Adidas, Adidas shorts and his flip flops. He, what happens? It, it was a DV gone wrong, yeah. and, and he, but he didn't strike her. But they came because of loud noise or something. I'm just, I'm just making this all up. But, but they made him go get a hotel room for the night or whatever. Well, then these two cops come over. They saw us all sitting there, and we're just like zipping. Yeah, drinking. Yeah, waiting to see what show. goes on here. One of us pretty smoking. Oh, hot. dude, the sergeant was. She was hot. tall. Yeah, she was good looking. Sergeant it's pretty was smoking hot. Yeah, little waist. I like that. Yeah. Um. No, it was cool, man. It was funny. Uh, and uh, our cop, our resident uh, student cop, started trading trading badges with her or yep, something. Yeah. Not badges, but trading patches. patches. Yeah. Patches. patches. Yeah. That's what cops do. I, we get it. Yeah, we so, get it. No, I mean, it was a good time. It really good classes. Um, enjoying it. Uh, you know, it it people get it. You know what I mean? When they show up, people get it. And then we we come into uh, John's place the first day, and Ted created like a whole weaponized mask poster board. Yeah. And it was on the wall. And I'll tell you what, though. We had a guy switch ammo. I didn't realize this. We had a 6.5 uh, Creed shooter, and he was shooting 95 grainers. And then on Sunday, he switched to 140s. And before he did, there was an example of 140s on Ted's weaponized math sheet. And he copied that. And it was just minor tweaks for him. Because yeah. he was a lefty, number one. So that was a big one. So he basically re-doped his wife, for, uh, unbeknownst to us, sort of in the in the. Yeah, I helped him. No, I knew it. He, he came to me. So yeah. I, I helped him. Um, L, which brings me to software. So we got guys who are experienced. Shot multiple matches, running really good calibers, excellent equipment, and they're running their Kestrel custom curve. And they're struggling. It's just not working the way they expect it to. And I'm like, dude, just give it to me. Let me just do a track. And he's like, well, but you can't do the custom curve. I said, I ain't going to do that. And he's like, well, what are you going to do? And he's trying to get in the app, and the app's like not up. It actually connected to your phone, right? Didn't it do your? Nah, it wasn't me. It was like. Oh, maybe the other mark. He said a mark. It yeah, connected. It wasn't to, linked to me. Um, he his his phone connected to somebody else's Kestrel who didn't have the privacy on. Oh, he turned out shooting six five by forty seven Lapool. Yes, when he had a six mil, it was Mark who 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 was like, "Who's whose phone am I linking to here?" Right, right. John's phone yeah. linked to Mark's, and he was trying to freaking push a, a a track over to his Kestrel. And it was pushing it to somebody else's Kestrel. Because the guy's privacy... And the guy went up and started shooting somebody else's dope. Right, right. It was like, oh, what the fuck? So anyway, I'm like, dude. And he's like, well, I got this. It's not working. I got that. And I got custom curve. I got the bullet. 
blah, 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 blah. I'm like, dude, I don't give a fuck about any of that shit. Give it to me. He's like, what are you going to do? I'm like, dude, just give me your fucking Kestrel. Stop arguing with me. So he gives me Kestrel. And I go in. I did it manually. I threw in fake numbers to start. Uh, what it, and I looked at what he had in his, in his app. And he had a BC in there. I'm like, all right, I'll copy that. I didn't give a shit what he had for a muzzle velocity. I made my own up. And I ran. Holding place. A holding place. Right. You know. And so then I said, give me your weaponized math sheet. Gives it to me. I do it. 600. All right, shoot it, dude. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, ba, ba, ba. Check it. Do the eight. I tweak his BC. I do this. I do that. I take him up on. John has like a carbine pit with a little uh, uh, platform. I said, dude, let's get on there. And John's got a lot of small targets. Sub them away. Come on, dude. I got, um, I grabbed the laser. And I just ranged everything from where we were. Odd numbers. Started them at four. Boom, hit that. Odd number. Four and change. Put 460 in the or something. Yeah. yeah, put in the Kestrel. Boom, impact center. Boom, impact center. Okay, cool. Go to the 515 or whatever. Blah, 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 blah. Impact. Go to the six. Blah, blah, blah. Impact. Go to the eight. Blah, blah, blah. Impact. So we do what do you think? Think it's going to work. Well, 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 but you didn't do this. You didn't do this. I said, why am I going to do that? You don't have to do that. I did it manually, like I've been telling you guys. Muzzle velocity at six, BC at eight, and I made shit up. It worked better than the custom curve. Yeah. Hack the system. That's what I'm saying, man. It, it, there's, there's, there's a method to this madness. I, it, we don't muzzle velocity nobody in class. Hey, you shooting a 6.5 Creed? 2750. Hey, you shooting a 308? 2650. Hey, you're shooting a six millimeter? 28.50. Those are my placeholders. Okay, give me your three, six, eight dope. Three does your weaponized math. Six does your muzzle velocity. Eight does your BC. I'm done. And I'm going to have you on. So. It's just amazing. That's all I got to say, man. We talked a lot. Where are we hey, at? Hey, guys. We're, we're, we're almost an hour. Damn. Um. My whole world is upside down right now, and I'm going to take a little bit of a break. But you I, got good things happening. Yeah, I do. But anyway, I said I was going to probably release this stuff September 1. I may have to push it back a little bit. I apologize. I know you guys are real. Everybody's a fan. I get it, and I appreciate all the shout-outs that you guys are giving me. It's just life. I, dude, I feel like freaking um, uh, James Kahn in Killer Elite, man. I was shot in the knee and shot in the elbow, and I'm recovering from it. It's taken me a tick longer than I thought it would, and um, you know. But I got the site fixed. I got the um, the tax down. The tax is still coming, but we were able to manipulate some things and change some stuff up. I actually broke my email really bad. Um, three days broken, but the site's working. So I've sacrificed three days completely of email. Couldn't recover them. And I had some guys doing some work for me, and they lost their email. And it was a big drama, who on the backside, but I got that fixed. I fixed the forum stuff, so the forum's not being a problem, even though they're still attacking me, like, religiously. And these are paid attacks. We can see it. And so um, we got that sorted out. So on the forum side, I'm in a good spot there, but there was a little bit of drama running around. On the home side, I'm taking care of some things. 
And that's just slowing me down to do the stuff that I want to do for you. But I hadn't forgot you. I'm just, it's just like, you You can hear it. You can hear it in me. I'm, I'm drained. Like I said, I had to do two drinks tonight and I'm, I'm nuked. Um, just because I'm just not sleeping great and I'm working hard all day. But anyway. It's family pressure. Yeah, family it's family pressure, sickness man. pressure is what it and is. So um, apologies for all that stuff. I appreciate you guys sticking with me. But hey, man, the classes we, are working. We go back on the road in a month. Um, we're, we're going to Pennsylvania. We're going to Pennsylvania. I need you guys to pay up, Pennsylvania. You know, you guys showed up, 32 of you or so, when we when we first opened this thing. And I, I, I ain't got all your damn payments yet. I need those. Then we're going to move to Ohio. Your buddy who? Yeah, Andrew Blumbaugh. Blumbaugh. was only with me. He's a uh, police officer in Ohio. I can't wait to get there. Andrew, that, that class is full and everybody's paid. Then we're going to... Um, Treadproof. Treadproof. That class is full. Everybody's paid. I mean, we're like full. We, we got Colorado one more. In November, November we got Colorado going, 12. Um, yeah, Colorado. We're doing a Fort Morgan class. 12, with 13, 14, I um, think it is. 2022, Mark and I are going to take over the Colorado stuff, and we're going to book a lot more Colorado um, so that's going to become the Mark and Frank show full time over there in 2022. Um, one of the things um, I, I made a commitment early on in this season. On the 12th, I'm going to Alaska and I'm getting dumped off on a hunt. Yep. So um, Frank's going to extend his comfort zone a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I'm going you know? to go outside my comfort zone. Hey, man, I wrote two, two books on hunting in Alaska. Uh, it's called the Hunting Hard in Alaska series, Mark Taylor. Quit selling them on Amazon. Amazon became a pain in the ass. Probably should go back to that because they're not a pain in the ass. Well, I, they are, yeah. but but they're big now. But but um, Frank's going to go up and try to try to. He's not going to kill anything. He's probably going to go on a hunt and, and watch it happen. I'm going to help out. I'm yeah, not watch really, it I'm not, dude. It's it ain't not about like the I'm, killing. Like I'm going to miss a fucking moose, but yeah. I'm going to help somebody. I'm doing. I'm 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 working as a second with someone, and I'm going out. But I'm basically going to do ten days in the back country of Alaska. Um, in, in support of an individual with a hunt. You're going to be a snack for a fucking bear. Is what yeah, I am. Yeah. I'm going to be a bear snack and stuff. But hopefully I get a little head clear, turn my phones off. Um, you know, the only way the only way I'm going to be able to reach anybody if I had to would be sat. Yeah. And so I'm going to do that. So I'm going getting floated out or, you know, planed out, dropped on a float, and we're going to drift down a little bit. Well, now, if you, if you guys ever need attention and you, you can't get it from Frank, uh, he's busy. He's just really busy because there's a million of you guys on his site. And then there's all these hundreds of students a year. If you really need something that I can take care of, just get a hold of me, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, get a hold of me either on, on, the, on the site. I'm Enough Said. If you haven't figured that out, I'm called Enough Said. And if, if that doesn't do it for you, I'm, I'm Mark, Mark with a C, M-A-R-C, Taylor, 8542. Why 8542? Because I was an instructor. Yeah. yeah. 8542 at gmail.com. And basically, um, I can help you out, man. I want to take a little bit of pressure off of Frank. If you're having little stupid problems, let me, let me handle that, okay? So, anyway, I appreciate everybody's reached out, the whole guys. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on. I'm still supporting the other side. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the work side of it. Work is work. And I've made commitments to people, and I'm keeping all my commitments. But some of the things that really I had planned and been talking about are taking a little bit of a back burner. Um, but we're still here, man. We're here and we're doing our thing. We're out there having a blast. I appreciate all the students and, and everything going on and, and all that. And, and 
just everybody who supports us. Hey, shout us. out to my woman, Tina. She bailed us out. Yeah, she did. She came down. Like I said, we had an emergency. And the beauty of Alaska is, is the overnight flights. So the same day I had my issues. I got a hold of Tina and said, you got to get here. And 11 o'clock that night, the same day, she was on the plane. 7 o'clock the morning, she was here supporting and taking up what I couldn't. And she filled in for me. Yeah, so we could move out. So we can work with you guys. Yeah. And so thank you to her and everybody who supported it. Then I brought my daughter out. My brother was out here, just brought my brother home today. Um, I like Andrew, man. I like Dan. Andrew. Dan. Oh, Dan. Yeah, Dan, yeah. yeah. I keep saying Andrew. Andrew. I got two Andrews in my name. We got so many yeah. Andrews going yeah. on. Dan. Uh, yeah, Dan. I like Dan. Dan was all right, man. Yeah. I'm glad I know him now. <laughs> what, what did he say to you? You said you, you, you told him, uh, give, give, take trade numbers. Yeah. He goes, I said, yeah. I say, hey, uh, Dan, give me your number, man. You know, Frank and I are on the road a lot. Frank I might get locked up or something. He goes, dropped call. <laughs> That's what he said. Dropped call. <laughs> so, um, no, seriously appreciate it. Um, we're here. Like I said, there, there will be a relaunch. I, dude, NRA's canceled. I know shot's going to be canceled. I don't even want to go to shop. So, it's going to come back, and it's just going to have to wait till like, October 1, not September 1, and probably closer to October 15th. I will be at the Precision Rifle Expo in you know Halloween in Georgia, and then I got a class down in Texas, and then Mark and I have a November class in Fort Morgan happening. Uh, so it's uh, half full. We need more students. Yeah, it's half full. Bring Mark down out of the winter. Um, you know, get him out of the snow and bring him down here into some sunshine. But uh, again, thank you everybody who, who's been supportive and reaching out to me on the backside. Uh, I really appreciate all that stuff and the support you guys have given me within the industry. So, cheers. Staff Sergeant Taylor out.